0: When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. And the judges are drunk. Wasted. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. I'm very weird about pooping. Are you like, a shy pooper? I am a shy pooper. Okay. I need to have my own... A shooper? Shoo boop a doop Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of...
1: True Crimes...
0: Against Wine.
1: Dun-dun-dun.
0: Dun-dun-dun.
1: Yeah, I am Judge Rachel. I'm our pop culture expert.
0: I am Judge Topher, and I am the resident Lush.
1: Yes, he has a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a solution. Okay. <laughs> Today we're doing another first. We're not doing wine. No. And we're not doing liquor. No. We're doing a liqueur. Ooh. Fancy. We're doing Irish cream liqueur.
1: Ooh, I'm excited. So I do have a question for you while we sip. What's the difference between a liquor and a liqueur?
0: A liqueur is typically going to be a lower APV. Okay. So lower alcohol and usually sweeter.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Tiny little clink.
0: Smells, smells like
1: good. cream. It does. Mmm. It's good. It is good. Yeah.
0: So this is Black Irish. Yes. And who is the CEO of Black Irish? <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Okay, it's Mariah Carey.
0: Mariah Carey. Ew.
1: Cool. So do you know why she called it Black Irish? I,
0: is she Black Irish?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so her mom is of Irish descent, and oh, she's just black. Yeah. 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 Pretty cute. Mmm. Tastes it's like delightful.
0: a Bailey's. It does, yeah. Kind
1: of standard Irish cream liqueur, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. She does
0: have different flavors. Okay. Um, there's one like a white chocolate. There's another Ooh. flavor of some kind. I can't remember what it is, but I just went for classic because.
1: Yeah, let's go classic yeah. all the way. All right. mm. oh. So have you ever heard of Mariah Carey prior to buying this?
0: I had not. Okay.
1: I figured. Because Topher notoriously does not like Christmas, and he does not like I, Christmas music. You know
0: I hate Christmas and Christmas music. <laughs> so, of course, I know that particular song. Yes. The best, probably, out of yes. all of her, her oeuvre. Yes. I don't really know a whole lot about her personal life, except that okay. I know that she was with Nick Cannon at one point.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Take a drink. That's true. Yeah, she and Nick Cannon were, were together for a little bit. They're not anymore. You
0: no, know, he's with a lot of other people now.
1: Yes, <laughs> he's making babies left and right.
0: Well, while you tell me about Mariah Carey, let's have Fact Checker make our first cocktail.
1: Okay, I'm excited for this first so one. we can get
0: our drink on. Yes. What's the deal with Mariah Carey?
1: She sings. What's her deal? Oh, she's a singer. Yeah.
0: I thought she was a movie star. Oh. She was in that movie Glitter. Yes,
1: her big hit, Glitter.
0: Which she was nominated for several Academy Awards for, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Sparkliest.
0: Yeah, definitely sparkliest. mm -hmm. This one shouldn't take very long to make. It's just a pour over.
1: Honestly, why didn't he have it ready, though? He has one job.
0: All right, Fact Checker is back with our cocktails. And today we are doing, for our warm weather, Mm -hmm. we're doing White Russians, Which is just a classic kind of Irish cream, vodka. Um, Kahlua. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Thank you, Fact Checker. Creamy and cool.
0: Yeah. So tell me all about the diva goddess that is Mariah Carey.
1: Okay. Well, are you ready? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. So Mariah Carey was born March 27th,
0: 1969. Ooh,
1: 69. In New York, she's the youngest of three siblings. Her mom is white and of Irish descent. Okay. Is a classically trained vocalist and went oh. to Juilliard.
0: Wow. Yeah. I was going to ask if like her other family members were yeah. musical.
1: And her dad was a black aeronautical engineer of Afro-Venezuelan descent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that cool?
0: He's he's a big nerd.
1: Then. Yeah. Which I don't I don't know why didn't think about that. I mean, she doesn't give off, like, a nerdy vibe. No. So that was kind of um, interesting to learn that. Her family, though, growing up, didn't have like, a great life. I don't think her parents got on really well. They ended up divorcing mm. when she was pretty young. And the family faced a lot of racism, which, you know, early mixed, 70s. Yeah. 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 Like, her mom's family basically disowned. And then they wow. faced a lot of racism, like, where they lived in their neighborhood. Like, people... Like try to poison their family dog. Oh my god. And yeah, but just like really awful.
0: Awful. That's terrible. Awful
1: yeah. So when her her parents divorced, she and her brother stayed with their mom, but her oldest sister went to go live with her dad. I don't know why there was that split, but
0: that's what it was. Okay.
1: She obviously has a natural talent for singing. She does. She does. So she started recording demo tapes in high school. So because her family lived on Long Island, she would go into Manhattan after school was over and then just go into recording studios and record and then just go back to Long Island and then get up and go to school the next day. as like a junior in high school. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. She said school wasn't really her thing, though. So she ended up graduating, which is good. And then immediately after graduating, moved to Manhattan with some friends of hers. To try to pursue a music She's career. Like, I'm
0: gonna make it big in the big apple.
1: Yeah, and she did. And she she did, did make it big in the big apple. Mm hmm. Do you know how she got discovered? Singing. Yes. <laughs> Take a drink, Topher.
0: Thanks.
1: You, were, you know what? That was actually a cross examination question.
0: Wow. But
1: you're crushing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did she get discovered? Was she like, was it called busking?
1: Mm. No, good guess, though. She went to a party with a friend who was in the music business, and she had recorded a demo tape. And while they were there, her friend saw the head of Columbia Records, Tommy Mottola, Mm -hmm. there, gave him the tape and was like, hey, this is my friend's demo tape. You should listen to it. He's like, okay. On the drive home from the party, he had his driver put it in, the cassette player in the car. This is late 80s, and that's Mm -hmm. what there was. And he loved it so much that he told his driver, like, turn around. I have to go back and find this person.
0: That's crazy. by the time he got back to the
1: party, though, she had already left and gone home. And he couldn't find her. So it's like kind of a Cinderella story of him trying to find her.
0: He had to sniff all the shoes in Manhattan to finally find her. Well, he was
1: already doing it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, those New York perfs, right? Mm -hmm. No, he ended up finally getting in touch with her a few days later and then signing her to Columbia Records.
0: It's so wild to think about the different ways that people would reach out to these different yeah. music biz people. And to me, it's still to this day like, oh, yeah, you have a demo tape when, like, that's not the case. Like, you, people are getting discovered on TikTok and YouTube. That's right, like, yeah. how it it's, happens The now.
1: landscape has changed so much. So I think in one way, it's almost easier for people to get their talent out there. But then also it's much more saturated too, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot to wade through good and bad. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's not like today you'd have a demo tape and give it to right. a big wig. Because even the recording industry is so different now, too,
0: mm-hmm.
1: than it used to be. But I mean, obviously, it worked for her. Yeah. And I think she would have gotten a record deal at some point anyway, just because her voice is so amazing.
0: Yeah, she has a very distinctive sound, too. She does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is important.
1: Mm-hmm. So, she went on to record her first album. It was named Mariah Carey. It was her debut album, and she won three Grammys for it. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: That's a big deal.
1: It's a big deal, yeah. I'm guessing, kn- like,
0: best new recording artist. Yeah, best artist, new, best, best vocalist. Whatever, yeah. yeah.
1: Do you know what her first public performance was, though? No. It was at an NBA Finals game where she sang the national anthem oh, in wow. 1990. How fun. Yeah. What a big stage, too. Yeah. Because tons of people are watching, so... What a great way to get your name out there and get interest for your mm-hmm. album that was about to come out. Yeah.
0: yeah, totally. God, she was only, what, like 21?
1: She was super young. Yeah. I guess I really associate Mariah Carey with the 90s in mm-hmm. my brain. Like, she's a 90s artist. And as a kid, listening to, like, Mariah Carey, in my mind, she was, like, an adult adult. Yeah. But she was only in her early she 20s. Was she was still a good.
0: baby.
1: Yeah. She was just a little baby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But she did really, really well. So she had a next album, Emotions, that came out you the following got year.
0: Me feeling emotions. And that's it. That's, that's the song.
1: That's the song. It was very quick.
0: Yeah. But very catchy.
1: Very catchy. I mean, everybody can remember it word for word,
0: right?
1: <laughs> she did an MTV Unplugged for that album to really prove that she was capable of.
0: So that means she did it acoustic?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? No, you didn't, because that wasn't your experience. Fact checker remembers MTV Unplugged and how big of a deal that was. It was, it was all like these live recordings, where right? we were in a smaller venue. So it was much more like intimate feeling to them. And it was all acoustic or very light acoustic-ish maybe I Mm -hmm. should say but she did it to really prove that like she has this vocal range and it wasn't just something that happened in the recording studio like 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 manipulating yeah Mm -hmm. like she really could sing this way and I think that also really helped kind of like solidify her as you know one of the big pop stars yeah too in the 90s and she was kind of rivaling Madonna and Whitney Houston for a while wow as well yeah
0: both big names big
1: names and we've talked about Madonna
0: before. We have. We have. We should do a Whitney Houston episode sometime.
1: Mm, we definitely should do a Whitney Houston. That's say album.
0: <laughs> yes. That's right. We should definitely do a Whitney Houston album. Yeah. Just we have all Whitney Houston covers.
1: Yeah. That won't Show choir poorly. style. <laughs> we can totally do that, right? We have the talent. Um, we have the delusion.
0: <laughs> we have the delusion. Exactly. Yeah. We'll have to find some kind of tie in for Whitney Houston. Yeah. Maybe like a bathtub gin.
1: Oh, no, Topher. Topher.
0: Gallows humor. <laughs> you liked it.
1: I did. I'm giggling. I'm giggling a little bit. Do you know when she recorded All I Want for Christmas?
0: It was either 95 or 96. No. 94.
1: Yes. <laughs> In my mind, it was more recent. It was, like, later
0: 90s. Yeah.
1: But it was 94.
0: Wow. That means that song's been around for... Almost 30 years. I
1: know. That's a it long will be 30 time. 30 years, yeah. It, and it is truly, like, one of those classic Christmas songs now, too. Yeah. Because a lot of artists will put out, like, a Christmas album, and the songs are like, meh, whatever. But All I Want for Christmas, like, that's a standard Christmas hit.
0: Yeah. Now I actually own that album, and <gasps> it was one of the few—because, you know, I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music sure. growing up. But Christmas albums were, for some reason, okay. Yeah.
1: They're about Christmas.
0: Yeah. And— I have to say, this is no shade on Mariah Carey, Mm. but obviously All I Want for Christmas Is You is, like, one of my favorite Christmas songs. Mm -hmm. And then I love Please Come Home on that album. Mm -hmm. But the rest of it is kind of a wash to me. Yeah. Like, excuse me?
1: (laughs) Big feelings.
0: Big feelings. Especially, like, her version of "Oh Holy Night I'm not a fan of.
1: Really? She
0: I don't like it when people over sing. Oh, I yeah. And do too many like runs and things the like Christina that.
1: Christina Aguilera kind of style of stuff. Yeah. I don't care for that either. Like we get it's- it, you can sing well.
0: It's one thing if it's like a pop song where that's just, that's their style and everything. Sure. But then when they're singing like a classic song, mm-hmm. it's like when people sing the national anthem and they do way too I much with say, it. Yeah. Or like, they
1: Fergie it up. <laughs> they
0: Fergie it up. To me, Whitney Houston probably has one of the best, most iconic uh, yeah. national anthem yeah. covers yeah. of all time. Yeah. Because she just sings it straight, but she's got such a great raw voice. vocal ability. Yeah. 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 She doesn't rely on like tricks and things like that.
1: Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. It's, I think it's just too show-off-y. Yeah. And, it just...
0: and I get that it's personal preference. Like, a lot of people really, really probably love her rendition of A Holy Night. But
1: it's Not Topher. Not, it's not for me. And Topher's the judge here, so That's you're all right. wrong. That's <laughs> right. Decision made. Boom, boom. Okay. How how are you liking your White
0: Russian? I am loving my White Russian. I haven't had one of these in years. It's been so long since yeah, I had I a White Russian. No
1: one lost him, was I had a white Russian. It's It's not something that I think
0: about ordering, you know.
1: Yeah, I think too. And this is off topic. I associate white Russians now with the Big Lebowski.
0: I've not seen The Big Lebowski. Okay. It's about bowling, right?
1: Yes, it's a bowling movie. Classic bowling movie. (laughs) We should do a Big Lebowski episode Mm -hmm. where we only drink white Russians the whole time. Oh, God,
0: that can't possibly go wrong for our stomachs. No. All that cream and alcohol. No,
1: that's not going (laughs) to (laughs) curdle.
0: I associate white Russians with, like, old white ladies.
1: Oh, okay. Like rich white ladies? Yeah. Okay.
0: And they will throw back some white Russians, too. Yeah. I'm like, that can't be good for your stomach, but okay.
1: Well, when you have no food in there and you're just drinking yeah, liquid lunch, look you know. Liquid lunch. Yeah. This is this is good. I would say this is a good any time of year drink.
0: hmm It's very versatile, mm-hmm. for sure. hmm I know some people associate white Russians with Christmas, but I don't for some reason.
1: Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Personal preference. once Personal again. Preference.
0: Have you ever had a black Russian?
1: Mm-mm. What's in
0: that? I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> Topher, you're the expert.
0: <laughs> Not on cocktails.
1: Okay, fine. Somebody please tell Topher how to make cocktails or what What are you now calling them that you've decided? Cockies. Yeah, I don't care for that. We're
0: having cockies. Nope. Would you rather cocks? We're mm. having some cocks?
1: No, just cocktails is fine. Mm,
0: cockies. Mm. A little cocky action.
1: Mm, no. Nope. If you are ever curious about the name cocktails, we did a sidebar about it.
0: We did? Yeah. I forgot about that. That was a long time it ago. It was.
1: It was like decades ago. <laughs> it was de- in
0: dog years, yes.
1: <laughs> I do measure my time in dog years. Yeah,
0: it's, it's like the metric system, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well. 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 Let's talk more about Mariah. Okay. Okay.
0: So when we left off, we yes. were talking about... Her in the early to mid-90s, right? Yes.
1: Yes. So when she first came out, too, she had this very kind of, like, wholesome girl next door image. I
0: remember her, like, album covers and stuff where she, yeah, she looked, it was like all of them do. Like, Britney Spears had that wholesome girl kind of thing for her first album, too. But
1: like a lot of pop stars, she had to get sexy. Yeah. So there was a shift in the late 90s.
0: Well, I remember... I saw, like, a, a TikTok or, or a reel or something recently mm. of an interview with her. And it might have been Barbara Walters mm. was interviewing her, who, mm-hmm. you know, she's a judgy bitch. hmm And was making, like, some comments about something that she had worn to an awards ceremony or something like that. And Mariah was, like, basically shut her down, as she should have. Yeah. And was, like, here's the deal. I spent so many years covered from head to toe in like turtleneck sweaters and things like that that people need to know. I have a body and I'm in control of my body and if I want to show my body mm-hmm. then I can and I'm young and I want to do it. And I'm like, "Good for Good you, girl." Favorite.
1: Yeah. Some of that came out of her her record contract that she was under and some of it was her marriage too because you remember the guy Tommy Matola the head of Columbia Records. Yeah. They ended up getting married. In 1993, but he was very controlling
0: of her. I was about to say that couldn't have been a situation that where there was an imbalance of power at all. No, not at
1: all, right? And the mansion that they lived in, she nicknamed Sing Sing because she felt imprisoned there. Oh, wow. After the prison in New York, yeah. They ended up getting divorced in the late 90s, and that's when she became, like, more sexual with her image. That's also when her music got a little less pop and a little bit more like R and B influence okay. as well. Yeah, I think she was just trying to be herself and, and try different musical styles at that time. Mm-hmm. And also that reclaiming of her personal identity and image, I think was a big part of it too.
0: I feel like when you are that young yeah. and you become that big, it can also be something that really hinders you artistically because mm-hmm. you kind of get locked into this certain persona and genre and mm-hmm. everything. And mm-hmm. That's the time when you're supposed to be finding yourself and experimenting with different things. You know, I think that it becomes a stumbling block when you become that big, that young, because you don't get the opportunity to really find yourself and know who you are.
1: And I mean, in this time when she got divorced, she wasn't even 30 yet. She's still very young. She's in her late 20s. Yeah. Still super young. And like you said, she has been maybe a little stunted. first. Your <laughs> tummy has got a lot of feelings about it Mariah does. Carey. <laughs> it does.
0: I, it, it sympathizes.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, her, her songs and her look got a little more, not risque, because she was never like a risque artist. A
0: little edgier. A
1: little edgier. Yeah, let's say that. A little edgier. She did suffer a physical and emotional breakdown in 2001. Mm. I don't remember a fact checker. I don't remember if you remember this. Yeah, fact checker does. Where she was just, like, performing all the time and just couldn't handle it. And she ended up, like, just going into a hospital for a couple weeks. And she talked about just being, like, overly stressed and just feeling a lot of pressure and da da da
0: da That happens to a lot of artists, I feel like. It does. They they push themselves so far.
1: She was also diagnosed around that time, too, with bipolar 2 disorder.
0: Oh, wow. Which she didn't
1: disclose until fairly recently, until, like, the past maybe four or five years. Yeah. Which I, I never knew, too. But thinking about, okay... Also, in your 20s, that's a time, too, when a lot of mental illnesses kind of, like, come to light that mm-hmm. people have. And and just given the turmoil in her personal life and working all the time and being overworked and stressed, like, it, that would make sense that she might receive the diagnosis then.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Wow. Interesting fact. That summer, too, in 2001 was also when her movie Glitter
0: came out, and it bombed. Oh, no. It wasn't it a bombed. box office success. No.
1: I think it's become like a cult classic. Yeah. Later on. But no, it was not I think as that
0: success. me and Fact Checker watched it together.
1: Aww. Yeah. Cute little date night. Yeah. What were your thoughts?
0: It was pretty bad. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It was also like it felt semi autobiographical. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In a way, too, that was awkward. Yeah. It just wasn't
1: Not well done.
0: It wasn't well done.
1: And not campy enough to be fun. Right. Yeah.
0: Now, I didn't think that she did as bad of a job as everybody said she did.
1: Right. I think she's a good actor. Yeah,
0: she wasn't that bad. Mm-mm. I think the movie itself and the concept and the execution was just not. It just wasn't fantastic. well done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure that did not help, though, to her, her struggles at the time. Yeah. Having a movie that bombed.
0: Well, your first movie that you're in. <sighs> yeah. Britney Spears in Crossroads.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Although, I watched that movie and I love it.
1: Does it hold up?
0: My favorite part is when she goes to the karaoke bar and Uh sings I Love Rock and Roll. And everybody in the whole bar just, like, stops what they're doing. They're like, whoa, she can really sing. And it's just Britney Spears doing, like, I love rock and roll. Uh. (laughs) How's that last part go? Uh.
1: There we go. That's our intro. (laughs)
0: Just
1: that on repeat. Uh. Okay. Well, fact checker, could I I trouble you for our second cocktail? Thank you.
0: Cockies.
1: Nope, not doing that.
0: It's gonna happen. No. Fetch is going to happen.
1: I will only accept that if you get a tattoo that says "I love cockies." Okay. On your forehead.
0: Not on my forehead.
1: Well, you've already said okay, so we've all
0: heard. Okay, a neck tattoo.
1: Perfect. I'll accept that. With an arrow pointing up to your mouth. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. I love I love cockies. Uh, uh, what if I, I get it on my cockies. tongue?
1: <gasps> yes.
0: All right, so for our second cocktail, we have espresso martinis, but with a Christmas twist because there's a little <gasps> bit of cinnamon added to it to and make it extra festive. Exactly.
1: This is what Santa wants you to leave out.
0: All I want cookie. for Christmas is
1: cocktails. Cockies. Nope. <laughs> cheers! Cheers!
0: Hers. Oh, it smells so good. Mm.
1: Fact yum, checker, yum, 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 yum. You're gonna get a promotion.
0: This is the
1: To CEO of cocktails.
0: <laughs> of cockies.
1: Okay, he he accepts. All right, I think because fact checker did such a great job. Oh no! Oh no!
0: Why do I have to be punished? <laughs>
1: You're not punished, it's just his reward.
0: I just realized that your earrings match my necklace today.
1: Oh, yeah, there we go.
0: A little leaf motif. Yeah,
1: <laughs> nice. Mm. Take a drink, celebratory sip for cleverness. And now it's time
0: to mm. punish you
1: with our cross examination.
0: Boo.
1: So it's true, false.
0: Oh, oh god, okay. Yeah. So tricky.
1: I know, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Eight questions Okay. and a
0: bonus. And a bonus, okay. Fact
1: checker gets to decide the order. Ooh. Two. All right. (laughs) you tell me if it's true or false? True. Okay. Well, drink up, because it's one of them. Mariah Carey loves Audrey Hepburn. True or false?
0: Oh, I'm going to say true.
1: Okay, why?
0: Who doesn't love Audrey Hepburn? You have to be a real bitch to not love Audrey Hepburn.
1: Okay, well, Mariah Carey does not love Audrey Hepburn. I don't know how she feels about Audrey Hepburn. Take a drink. (laughs) She loves, guess which celebrity she does love.
0: Catherine Hepburn.
1: (laughs) No, but I would really like that if that were true. I love
0: Catherine Hepburn. I know. She's she's amazing. She's
1: a fun, sassy, fiery lady. And
0: she's a style icon.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, talk about pants, right? Talk
0: about pants. (laughs) I will talk about pants. Okay.
1: Well, this is not a pants podcast. Damn it. (laughs) Marilyn
0: Monroe. Oh, that's so trite.
1: Well, here's the thing. When Mariah was a child, she had a poster of Marilyn Monroe on her wall, and she called it her only friend. Oh, yeah, it's that's sad and lonely. Very sad. Yeah, so apparently she loves Marilyn Monroe and bought a piano that used to belong to Marilyn's, like a baby grand piano, for six hundred thousand dollars. Whatever she can at afford an it. I know, but still, it. that's ridiculous. That's like two <laughs> nice houses for one baby. I not even know a full your grand. spending
0: habits, though.
1: What? No. Yes,
0: I do. And so best friend was over yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. And she was like looking through all of these really cute acrylic earrings. And she's like, Topher, you have a problem with buying earrings. And I was (gasps) like, actually. What? This was like part of a pack of 30 (laughs) earrings that you bought just because you wanted one pair and you did it while you were drunk and that's why i say i know your spending habits and if you had six hundred thousand dollars to spend on something (laughs) that you decided that you wanted while you were drunk you would absolutely do it fact checker says yes
1: You're both not my friends anymore. (laughs) You
0: know it's true. See if I
1: buy you any more drunk thing, Topher. (laughs) Okay, with the earrings, just everybody knows I'm a savvy shopper, okay? Because the pack of earrings is like $13. That's less than 50 cents a pair of earrings when you think about it. Yeah. How could you not buy it?
0: You were losing money by not buying it. Thank
1: you. And I was very generous with you, Topher. You
0: were. You were. You gave me all of the ones that you didn't want.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) See? And did you like them? I did. Okay, then. I don't see what the problem is here. I
0: didn't say there was a problem. I'm just pointing out. Well, you're framing it
1: as a problem. Take a drink. (laughs) I may or may not have done some early holiday shopping.
0: (laughs) While you were drinking your espresso martinis and white Russians?
1: Yes. No, I did a little shopping at Costco yesterday. Oh, fun. Yeah. And a little online shopping as well.
0: Side note, did you get the Lord of the Rings wine? I think that Costco has it.
1: I didn't see it there. Oh. We'll have, to, we'll have okay. to
0: investigate. We'll have to find it. it. Okay.
1: All right. Back check our next number. One. Okay. She one has- or five.
0: One or five.
1: Okay. One. Okay. He's sticking with one. She has a five octave range. True or false? True. Okay. You don't think it's more? No. Why not?
0: That's physically impossible.
1: Well, take a drink. Because you're right. Congrats. Yeah, she's also able to sing what are called whistle notes. Mm -hmm. What are those?
0: That's what she's famous for. Really high, that super. (gasps) Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're both doing so well at it.
0: (laughs) I just don't want to show off. This is not a Topher shows off podcast.
1: Okay. (laughs) Since when?
0: (laughs) Since right now.
1: Okay. Since Topher's learned humility. (laughs) (laughs) Next number fact checker. Okay, five. She is the best-selling solo artist of all time. False. Who was that?
0: Obviously Celine Dion.
1: Okay, it's not what you want it to be, to first reality. (laughs) Celine's okay.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's somebody that I wouldn't think of, like Lionel Richie or Luther Vandross or somebody like that. Interesting. But I'm pretty sure it's not Mariah Carey. As great as she is, I don't think she's the number one. It doesn't sound like
1: you think she's very great, actually.
0: Not at a holy night.
1: Ooh, we're gonna fight Mariah Carey. (laughs) Ooh. Do you remember Fact Checker, Celebrity Deathmatch, The Claymation? Yes.
0: I remember that. How? How? I saw it at a friend's house. Okay. I wasn't that supposed makes sense. to be watching it.
1: Yeah, because I was like, first of all, MTV. Second of all, violence. Third of all, Claymation, which I feel like is the, the cult would work. not. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless it's the like, classic Christmassy, Christmassy one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're wrong, though. Take Wait, a is
0: she the number one?
1: She is, according to the internet. So, <laughs> Is where I do all my research.
0: On internetpedia.
1: Okay, <laughs> no encyclopedias for me. All online. I go to Ask Jeeves. Yeah, she has more number one hits than Elvis and than Michael Jackson.
0: Wow. And
1: she's only second to the Beatles for number one hits. Huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my tummy is amazed.
1: It is, once again. All right. That's eight. Okay. I can count.
0: Yay! Yay. Yay.
1: She has an alternative rock album, true or false. <gasps>
0: I'm going to say true because I want that to be true.
1: Okay. You are... correct. Celebratory sip. It's called Someone's Ugly Daughter.
0: Shut up. No, it's not.
1: It is. By the band Chick. And it came out in 1995.
0: That's amazing.
1: Now, here's the thing, though. So, remember, she was still in the marriage to the guy who was controlling and still with Columbia Records. They were not happy that she was doing this, so... She had a friend come in and like record vocals over her own to kind of mask her vocals. So what's when, the point
0: then, even? So it wouldn't
1: be as obvious that it was like Mariah Carey singing on this alt rock because I think the idea was that it would like not go with her her pop star kind of image. Yeah, because this was in the early mid nineties where grunge was a big thing and everyone's like, oh, grunge versus pop. It's so. Bleh. Whereas it's just like, just like the music you like and just make the music you want to make. Yeah. yeah. I have not listened to it. I was saving that for oh, fine. after recording. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, so nice. we can put it
0: on. We will too. deliver a verdict on that as well. We will. You just might not hear it because we probably won't be recording at that point.
1: Because we will forget.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, four. She has eight Persian cats. True or false?
0: This is where this is where you get tricky. Oh. Is it eight? Is oh. it seven? Is it 16?
1: Who knows? Are
0: they all Persian cats?
1: I don't know. You tell me.
0: It does sound very Mariah Carey-like, though, to have eight Persian cats.
1: Persian cats are the divas of the cat world.
0: Oh, for Undeniable. sure. Undeniable. Yeah. For sure. Or does I mean, she not I mean, want the
1: competition?
0: Please, do you think that a cat can compete with Mariah Carey and the diva?
1: There are eight of them and one of her, Topher. <laughs> She's outnumbered.
0: When these cats unite. That's two cats per limb. I'm going to say true.
1: Mm. All right. You're wrong.
0: How many is it?
1: She has no cats. None? None.
0: Well, what a twist. What a twist. Call you M. Night Shyamalan.
1: As one does. Thank you. (laughs) She has eight Jack Russell Terriers.
0: That's so much worse than eight cats. Right? Jack Russell Terriers are... So obnoxious and energetic. all the jumping and the yipping.
1: Um, you know they're all not like good dogs like Wishbone,
0: right? I wanted one so bad when I was a kid because <gasps> yeah, of Wishbone. Wishbone, yeah. And then I learned that
1: they're not they're
0: just not great. Yeah. Sorry to anybody who's listening who has Jack Russell Terriers. I'm sure that yours are a perfect
1: sweet Your angels. Your dogs are perfect angels, I'm sure. Yeah. But not Mariah Carrie's eight Mariah Jack Carey's. Russell Terriers.
0: <laughs> God. That's oh. so many. It stresses me out to think about.
1: Well, she's not taking, I mean, she has
0: help. You know they poop inside. Oh, God, yeah. You know they do. What's
1: up with these, like, rich celebrities who have these tiny dogs that just, like, shit
0: everywhere? I don't know. My dog's decided to have a regression recently.
1: <gasps> oh, no.
0: Where he's shitting inside. I'm pretty sure he did it this morning based on <gasps> uh, fact checkers cursing and. Were? Did Fact Checker do it mm-hmm. and then blame and it on the blaming dog? he's <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. He does have tummy issues sometimes. Fact Checker. And he doesn't like to go to the bathroom because of FOMO.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: He waits too long sometimes.
1: Yeah. Fact Checker looks very guilty over there. <laughs> mm. All right, next number. Six. She snoo- are you marking
0: the ones that I get right? Yes. You're not, are you?
1: I am. Fact Checker, am I marking things? Yes, thank you. Okay. Have I maybe accidentally done some... Crossouts versus check marks? Who knows? <laughs> Who's to say?
0: Just so long as we know that I'm winning so far.
1: Oh, it's debatable. All right. She sued an ex fiance. Yes. Okay.
0: Because you should always sue your ex fiances
1: Well, take a drink, because you're right. Celebratory sip. Mm-hmm. So she was dating this Australian billionaire who looks
0: Australian? kind of like
1: Shrek. Yeah.
0: Oh. In fact, well, Google it. If he's a billionaire, he can look however he wants His to. His
1: name is James Packer. And he's Australian.
0: And And he's a billionaire.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he kind of does look like Shrek.
0: Oh, my God. He does look like Shrek.
1: See, I I was not wrong in that. Yeah. They were engaged for a little bit. Like, they dated in 2016 for not that long. He gave her a $10 million engagement ring, which she kept after the engagement ended. Good for her. And then she also sued him for $50 million for being inconsiderate, or sorry, an inconvenience and wasting her time, basically. She won. Don't you love that?
0: I love that so much. I
1: think we need a cheers to that.
0: I am going to cheers to that. Also,
1: <laughs> Tommy timing. says cheers.
0: Also, if Fact Checker ever ends up breaking up with me, You're I'm suing him for wasting my time.
1: For 50 million?
0: Maybe not 50, but at least 49.
1: Okay. <laughs> You'll leave him with one mil to live off of. <laughs> no, you framed it as, mm, goodness. If Fact Checker ever breaks up with you, what if the roles were reversed?
0: Oh, no. He knows that he's going to get poisoned if I went out of the relationship. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. There's just no ending the relationship. It's just death.
0: Yeah. Okay. Till death do us part, baby.
1: <laughs> and that was his vow to Fact Checker. <laughs> exactly like that. All right. Fact Checker. We have two more options. Three or seven. Seven. When she recorded All I Want for Christmas, she did think it was a little too soon for her to be doing a Christmas album to or false <laughs>
0: Oh, so you're doing that because I say that about people.
1: <laughs> yeah? You're wrong. Take <gasps> so you a really? you fool.
0: She agrees with me about, oh, I love you, Mariah.
1: <laughs> Your hubris got you.
0: You know my, I famously say. Yeah. You should have at least three albums out before you do a Christmas album.
1: I think this was her
0: third, I believe. Okay, that's not at least three.
1: Okay, well. Sorry she can't count. (laughs) Yeah, she did worry that it was a little too soon to be doing a Christmas album, which in fairness it was. Because she was only three, four years into her career at that point. Yeah, but she'd
0: already won three Grammys. I know.
1: So she's like, I'm ready.
0: You know who hasn't done a Christmas album who really needs to do a Christmas album? Adele.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Celine.
0: No, she's totally done a Christmas album.
1: Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't listen to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know who does a really good rendition of "O Holy Night? Adele. No, I just said she doesn't have a Christmas album.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a single. I mean, I would listen to it.
1: Yeah, I'm, you know what? I think Adele would have a really good Christmas album. Maybe, like, give her until she's in her, like, 40s or 50s to do one.
0: Why do we have to wait that long?
1: I don't know. I feel like it's a middle-aged person thing to do a Christmas album.
0: Mariah would disagree with you.
1: Well, and she, no, she agreed with me. She was like, it's too soon. But then she did it anyway. But what was really cute, she did, like, deck out the studio in a bunch of Christmas decorations.
0: That's cute. She's always really
1: loved Christmas. She's adorable.
0: That is adorable. Yeah. Unlike some people who hate Christmas (sighs) because they're Grinches.
1: He's just Jewish. (laughs) Topher, we've been over this.
0: (laughs) Oh Yeah, my bad. All
1: right, last one. Yeah, three is the last one. Good job, Fact Checker. Good giggity drink, Fact Checker.
0: Yay.
1: Aw. Aw. Fact Checker, I'm really glad you saved this one for last. Because it's the weirdest one. She has sex to her own music. True or false?
0: True because I want it to be true.
1: Also, if you were Mariah Carey, would you? Yes. Yeah? Fact checker? Yeah. Would you not also be like singing along though?
0: Yes. That's part of the sex.
1: (laughs) I was the sing along as part of your sex? Yes. Just in general? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. The answer is true.
0: I love it. At
1: least according to Nick Cannon. Which, whatever. I don't like think Cannon, but he might be right on this one. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, she makes sexy music. We're going to have sex to it. Nice. I don't. Mm. Okay. Here's a new idea for you. Okay. Next time you and Fact Checker are getting intimate, just pop on the podcast. It's the same thing.
0: That's actually a great idea.
1: <laughs> Your stomach does not agree.
0: Stomach says like, yes. No.
1: <laughs> Please, no. All right. Let's see how many you got right. One, two, three, four. We're at 50%.
0: Oh, it's a good thing you have a tiebreaker. Oh,
1: it is. So Mariah Carey is notorious for being bitchy. Mm Mm-hmm. And she has feuded with a lot of different people. So I want you to tell me, of the people I list, who has she not feuded with? Okay. Ready? All right. Okay. Excuse me. Madonna, Eminem, Nicki Minaj, Simon Cowell, or Jennifer Lopez. One of those is a lie.
0: Oh, that's so hard.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: (laughs) Mmm. Okay, read them out to me again. Okay, I'm
1: scrambling the order. Eminem, Nicki Minaj, Jennifer Lopez, Madonna, or Simon Cowell.
0: I feel like it's Nicki Minaj. Okay. Everybody's feuded with Simon Cowell at some point.
1: Okay. Alright.
0: <sighs> Feel like she's probably feuded with Madonna. Okay. Who was it that she said, oh, I don't know her
1: about? Mm. It's one of the people I named.
0: i mm. I'm just gonna stick with it, Nicki Minaj. You're wrong. Ugh.
1: You lost it all, Tofer.
0: Well, I didn't bet me You
1: lost it all. <laughs>
0: I was very unclear about the rules of this.
1: I'm sorry. You know how Rachel rules work. (laughs) You're very clear
0: on Rachel rules. Okay, fine. Or
1: whatever is to Rachel's advantage.
0: Fine. (laughs) Who is it? Jennifer Lopez? No, Simon Simon Cowell.
1: Cowell. (sighs) Yeah. So... Uh, Mariah was on American Idol for a season or two. I don't know. It doesn't matter.
0: I, th- I thought that she was, and so I was like, maybe they got into an argument.
1: Well, she and Nick- Nicki Minaj would argue.
0: Nicki Minaj was on?
1: Yeah, I know, right? Okay. They would, like, get into arguments and stuff. I don't know if Simon Cowell was on the season she was on as a judge, because at some point he wasn't on American Idol, then I think he came back. I don't care enough about Simon Cowell to, like, look up the details. But that's what it was.
0: I like Simon Cowell.
1: Do you? I
0: do. He's like a weird him on haircut. He's got talent. Mm. He's not actually as gruff and awful as he's people a little
1: bit nicer. Yeah. Yeah. But some judge has to be the bitchy judge.
0: Yeah. You
1: yeah, can't just have all nice judges. You have to have one person play that role. Yeah. So Eminem. She and Eminem. There's. So it's hard to tell, like, if they— av- he
0: list her in one of his songs? He did. That's and, like, way. shitting on
1: her. And so she had a song back, and where it was basically, like, the lyrics were like, oh, you wish you could be with me, da-da-da-da-da. Because da, da, da. there's something that I read that said that they dated very briefly. I don't know if that's true or not. Or if he just started shit with her. I feel like he just started shit with her.
0: I mean, it's a good way to boost sales for albums.
1: There's that. And I can't imagine him putting up with eight Jack Russell Terriers.
0: Oh, God, no. Um, Although he does kind of look like a Jack Russell Terrier.
1: Hmm, I don't see it. We're going to disagree on that one.
0: I think in terms of people who look like their dogs, I would guess that he had a Jack Russell Terrier.
1: Okay. Fact Checker and I are not buying into this, but sure.
0: Fact Checker said, mm, sort uh, sort
1: of. Fact Checker, Google Eminem and Jack Russell Terrier. See what the images show. Okay, he's on it. Jennifer Lopez was the person she said, I don't even know her. About. Okay. It's the best bitchiest insult ever. I don't know her. Like, whatever. And in Mariah's defense, J-Lo's not a good singer.
0: So. I do love her music, though.
1: Oh, my God, Doper.
0: It makes me happy.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: I don't know sad. why. It just, like, really does. Anytime I'm feeling, like, Like Jenny from the block? No, more of, like, her dance songs. Okay. Like, you know. Dance the night away. Have somebody drink a little more. And. Move to the left, move to the left, dance for your poppy. Okay.
1: The Madonna thing with Mariah was Madonna shit on Mariah first.
0: That sounds like Madonna.
1: And basically it's like, I'd kill myself if I were Mariah Carey. She's like really aggressive. That's very aggressive. And I'm sorry, but Mariah can sing way better than Madonna can.
0: Madonna's not a good singer. She's not a good singer. I'm just going to say
1: it. We've talked about that. She's a good entertainer. Yeah. Not a good singer. But yeah. There have been other people, too, who have been, like, aggressive toward Mariah Carey for Mariah Carey being aggressive towards others. It's gotten, like, really messy. I mm. Like, at one point in some interview, Mariah Carey was asked about Ariana Grande, and she wasn't very nice about it, but not outright mean. But Demi Lovato got involved and inserted themselves <laughs> into Lovato. it. I was like, oh, Demi Lovato, you're exhausting.
0: I also really like Demi Lovato. No! But- <laughs> it's the
1: worst. They're good. They have good music, but. Yeah. They're like personally exhausting. Hmm. I don't even know them. I was going to say, really? We go way back and I just can't anymore. I just can't. (laughs) All right. Well, you lost the cross-examination.
0: By one.
1: So losing. On a really random side note, I recently had jury duty. And I'll tell, yeah, I'll tell you both about the details later. I got a letter in the mail from the judge yesterday thanking me for my service. Oh. Oh.
0: Is he like into you? She. And maybe she into you? Wait, women can be judges?
1: Yes. It's 2023.
0: Who knew? So like you really are a judge. That's not just I just thought that you were like faking it this whole time.
1: No, that's real. I'm very qualified.
0: You got from Devry Judges University online. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I certainly printed a certificate. (laughs)
0: From the Kinkos down the street.
1: Does Kinkos still exist, by the way? I don't know. No, oh no. Fact checkers said they were bought out by FedEx. Yeah.
0: All the all the existing Kinkos were turned into bars that sell cockies now.
1: Oh, mm mm. Nope. Nope.
0: Gotta have my cockies plug. <sighs>
1: Let's Talk more about Mariah Carey. Okay. Okay. You mentioned her acting. Mm hmm. Did you see the movie Precious?
0: Oh, I did see the movie Precious. I forgot that she was in that. She was the social worker, yes, right? Yes.
1: She did a really good job in that where she was, like, not glamorous at all. She looked just like a normal person.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not she, glitter.
1: Not glitter. Definitely absence not Absence of glitter. What's the opposite of glitter? Beige. Okay. I was going to say dust. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But she did a really good job on that. In that film, she also sang her song "Hero" for Obama's inauguration. When a hero okay. comes along,
0: yeah. something to be strong.
1: That's right. we're so just over here, like bobbing his head, sipping his martini. She did her little stint on American Idol. Yeah, we know that. Let's talk about Nick Cannon for a little
0: bit. Oh my god, fucking Nick Cannon!
1: So they met when she was shooting a video for the song "Bye Bye." Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye, bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. It was actually for Best Buy.
0: Oh. Bye. Bye. Yes. Yeah.
1: Bye. Buy
0: bye. everything.
1: <laughs> they met on set, and then they ended up getting married weeks later.
0: Well, that's a bad decision. Yeah. It's a poor, poor decision. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you have too much success in your early 20s, and you haven't found yourself yet.
1: You just marry Nick Cannon. <laughs> Which, side note, don't. Don't get do involved that. in Nick Cannon, please.
0: Don't do that. But if you do get involved, do get marry that money. him and don't yes. sign a prenup.
1: Yes, get the money from him. Yeah. And also get him to disinherit all his millions of children so you get all the money.
0: Oh, no, that's not fair to those kids.
1: Topher. They didn't
0: ask to be brought into this school. I thought world. we were
1: evil stepmomming this. <laughs> Topher, Go on the same page with me. They're going to boarding school in Switzerland. <laughs>
0: boarding school in Switzerland.
1: So he and Mariah Carey got married in two thousand and eight. They have two twins. Do you know what their names are?
0: Butter and fly.
1: <gasps> really cute. Do you remember who she loves?
0: Marilyn and Monroe.
1: One twin's name is Mar- is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cocktail got me. That-
0: Cocky's got you. No.
1: One twin's name is Monroe. The other one's name is. It starts Kennedy. with an M. Oh, that'd be cute, right? No, because we're weird and tragic relationship. <laughs> but good names for like dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or Persian cats.
0: Or Persian eight Persian cats.
1: You just split the two names between the cats. Monroe and DiMaggio. Oh. We're sticking with the Maryland theme. I like it. Arthur
0: Miller. Oh. No, I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> If you just need a small child Arthur, Arthur
0: Miller. Miller. <laughs> and you have to call them that all the time. It's yes, not Arthur. It's,
1: it's not Arthur. It's not Miller. It's Arthur Miller. It's Arthur Miller. Yeah. Arthur Miller Jones, get over here.
0: And you send them to Arthur Miller Cannon. There you go. And you send them to playwriting camp mm-hmm. when they're like four years old. Yeah. You will write those plays.
1: You saddle them with some really heavy black frame glasses. Yes. Moroccan. Not Morocco. Moroccan.
0: As in from Morocco.
1: Yes. Moroccan and Monroe.
0: Okay, well, there's issues with both of those.
1: Okay, tell me.
0: I think it's pretty self-explanatory.
1: I didn't know that she loved Morocco that much. Or maybe it's a Nick thing. Maybe he really loves Morocco. And they are like, okay, we're having two. We each get to pick a name for one. I was (laughs) going to say,
0: yeah, I think that they each got to pick a name.
1: (sighs) They should have picked either very different names. Or really gone for a theme
0: name. He gets to wear turbans on TV, and it's weird to me. Mm. Like, it's very strange, his turban fetish that he has. Yes.
1: He's also said some very problematic anti-Semitic things, too.
0: Color me surprised. Yeah. As the proud husband of a Jewish man. Yes.
1: Yeah, Nick Cannon, I don't like. He... (laughs) He's problematic in different ways, but he also is just like I think he has this thing for just like having all these kids. Yeah, he's got like twelve children or something by now. It's too no, many he's, children. He's
0: got a thing. He's he's talked about like it like a before. breeding kink.
1: Sort yeah, of thing. it's yeah. basically a
0: breeding kink where it's like all these different baby mamas. Yeah, and listen, we're not here. This is not a kink shaming podcast. But there is a point where that's just not healthy for these kids,
1: right? It's not; it's irresponsible toward these children because yeah. there's no way that you can actually be involved in that many kids' lives with right. that many different parents.
0: Not, not in a personal, no. meaningful way. No,
1: no. One of his more recent baby mamas is on Selling Sunset, which I need oh, you to really? watch.
0: I've watched some of it.
1: Her face is the whole thing.
0: It's not Chriselle, is it?
1: No, and it's Shell, because she is named after Chris. And the attendant at the Shell station where her mother gave birth to her. Stop. I won't. <laughs> That's true. shell. Anyway, this has been our Selling Sunset podcast. <laughs> but Mariah Carey's kind of related to that um, show now, right?
0: hmm
1: Uh-huh. Exactly.
0: Six Degrees of.
1: Yeah. She also dated Derek Jeter. What sport is he from? Baseball. Good job. Good job, Tofer. Take a drink. You did it. That was only for a year though, they're not together. And she got that cool 50 mil from an Australian Billionaire. Really 60? Because if you're counting the engagement ring.
0: Mmm. $10 million engagement ring.
1: Can you imagine? Yes. <laughs> now, fact checker, how many millions did you spend on Topher's engagement ring? I know it's just right? under 10. Well, it was like just under 10 trying to save money. Right? Trying to be frugal.
0: We don't want to be oh. we don't want to be gross and ostentatious. Right.
1: Can't be too showy. <laughs> she wrote a memoir called The Meaning of Mariah Carey that came out in 2020. Mm. Have you read it?
0: I've not. I won a Pulitzer. What?
1: Mm-hmm. For nonfiction. What? Right? Mm-hmm.
0: What is this universe we're living in right now?
1: <laughs> that was shortly after she played the mayor in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> I think that really led to her getting that Pulitzer Prize.
0: That was her Pulitzer campaign trail.
1: Yes, thank you. You get it. The committee okay. loves Legos.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Didn't she? Isn't doesn't she have a an alter ego too?
1: Named what?
0: Isn't it Mimi?
1: Well, Mimi is just her nickname.
0: Oh, because she has an I album. I thought the Emancipation of Mimi was like her her alter ego. Uh,
1: I don't know. Fact check or Google it. I mean, that was an album that came out in two thousand and five. Was the emancipation of Mimi. Again, of her like reclaiming herself and her identity. That like got her kind of back on the track to success.
0: Sounds like she was doing all right. Well, she had a little mental timeout. Who doesn't? Right? Honestly, two weeks in a hospital sounds, sounds delightful.
1: delightful. Right? You don't have to make any decisions.
0: You get jello whenever you, you want. You don't have
1: to wear pants or shoes. <laughs> You're just in a gown and socks all day.
0: your, your gown is backless.
1: Easy easy peasy off on off the toilet, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> you get to watch Daytime Soaps and Judge Judy.
1: Perfect life.
0: I'm into this. Assault. I'm thinking about having a breakdown right now.
1: Oh, have we not been? <laughs> <laughs> Fact checker, you've arranged accommodations for us later, right? Thank you. Okay.
0: Mimi is a very personal nickname only used by those closest to me. Mm. Just one of those little things that I've kept for myself in an attempt to have some delineation between a public persona and a private life. Mm. And so then she named a website, app, or a, a website, she named a, an album after it.
1: Yes, Emancipation and Mimi, good job. So she's doing fine now. She's got her kids, she's single, she has a bunch of dogs, she's done more Christmas albums.
0: Too many dogs.
1: That's a lot of dogs.
0: You know I'm a dog fiend. I know. Eight dogs
1: eight Jack Russell Terriers.
0: Also, you know that she's going to a breeder.
1: Of course, she's rich, but she really does love them. Like they've appeared in music videos and like on stage, which is a little weird, but I think she really does love them. You
0: know they pooped on that stage.
1: Oh, of course they pooped on that stage.
0: And on that music video set. If you
1: had that much money, though, would you not poop on stage as a human if you could and just (laughs) let it be somebody else's problem?
0: I probably wouldn't because I'm very weird about pooping. Are you a shy pooper? I am a shy pooper. Okay. I need to have my own. A shooper? doop. I need to have, like, my own space. Like, I'm not a public Mm. restroom pooper. Mm. Not even private stall, but, like, I need, like, my own
1: your own bathroom. Yeah. You don't want somebody to be like next door in a stall near you. Oh, though. no. No. Okay. Oh, no. What if it's an emergency? Okay, so. Okay.
0: <laughs> keep this to yourself. Nobody okay. else is going to know this, right? Everybody,
1: shh. Okay.
0: So, recently at one of my jobs, I had to poop really, really, really bad. Okay. And so I had to use a public restroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like my first time ever using a public restroom <gasps> to poop. Uh huh. That wasn't like a Starbucks bathroom, you know? Sure, because like, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally stopped the toilet up.
1: <gasps> Topher, Topher, what'd you do? Did you just like leave and pretend it wasn't you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the best way out. Of
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else am I supposed to do?
1: Yeah. There's no. There's no good way to get out of that. There's
0: not. Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. No, you just have to walk away from that. Yeah well the worst though is if you ever do that and there's somebody else waiting to use the bathroom after you
0: oh that would have been awful then I would you have, have to do like, like a
1: whole like ruse of like this toilet's gross i need to go find another one i wouldn't use this one if i were you
0: exactly i
1: just walked in <laughs> and immediately turned around <laughs> well now that we've had our coffee martinis <laughs> are you gonna destroy my toilet now
0: no, I'm good. Thank you.
1: Okay. The coffee's not going to run through yeah. I don't think so. Your tummy has settled.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time?
1: It's time. Are we ready? I think so. Okay. As the CEO of this podcast, I will count us down.
0: Does that make me the COO?
1: Yeah. Coo. One. Two.
0: That's counting up.
1: Three. Three and a half. Nope. Still wrong (laughs) All right. Three, two, one. Not
0: Not guilty.
1: guilty. This is fun.
0: I'm drunk.
1: See? This will do the job.
0: Yeah. Espresso martinis are super fun.
1: (laughs) You said that so fast. (laughs) They're super fun.
0: They don't make you manic at all. No. It's totally fine. This
1: is good giggle juice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is like a classic liqueur, right? I mean, nothing... Crazy, amazing, or bad. It's pretty standard.
0: Easy to find. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it calls for coffee liqueur for both of those cocktails Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I just use Kahlua because that's easy to find. Yep. Get a little cream. You've got your coffee.
1: Did this bottle cost about the same as, like, Bailey's or something like that?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, why not take a chance somewhere I carry? Yeah. Someone should. (laughs) Give that woman a break.
0: I mean, Nick Cannon took a shot. Oh. He shot his shot.
1: Nope. We're done. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening.
0: Thank you so much for listening while we had our cockies. And if you have any questions for us, such as why is Rachel so uptight about cockies, (laughs) you can reach out to us at True Crimes Against Wine, Gmail, and TikTok.
1: Instagram and Facebook.
0: That's right. And we will send you some swag.
1: Yes.
0: Meanwhile, until next time, cheers. Cheers. Ciao. Bye. Bye.